Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. See, if you only follow the establishment of the Republican Party coupled with the media that all of a sudden pretends that they like the establishment of the Republican Party because the message now is MAGA has been vanquished. It's just a matter of time before Katie Hobbs, who didn't debate at all, becomes governor of Arizona. And now it's time to put this whole Trump thing in the rear view. There's there's so much here that you're not getting if that's that's the area that you're getting the message from. First of all, Republicans picked up four congressional seats, count them, four in New York. If you look at the map of New York, the county map, New York lights up red. Long Island is now totally represented by Republicans. You know, those liberal-leaning suburbs? Sean Patrick Maloney, who's now out there attacking AOC, lost his seat. He was the head of of the fundraising arm for Democrats in the House of Representatives. That's also a pickup. They're not talking about that. Nobody's talking about that. Florida, once considered a swing purple state, is now deep red. They're not talking about that. There's still a factor of cinema and mansion. They're not talking about that. When you hear Democrats saying, well, don't worry about Georgia, Kemp is not on the ballot. Yeah, neither is the Libertarian, who got 81,000 votes. So there's no guarantee that Warnock is going to hold his seat at all, actually. Lauren Boebert looks like she's going to win. There's lots of great news. And you know what else is great news? The Freedom Caucus just got more powerful. See, if there was this massive red tsunami... And McCarthy could easily assume the role of speaker without much of the Freedom Caucus. Things might be different. Now, Kevin McCarthy can't become Speaker of the House without the Freedom Caucus. So maybe, just maybe, there might be an end to the Republican Pez dispenser. Marco Rubio came out Yes, was it yesterday or the earliest morning and said, maybe the Senate needs new leadership? Oh, you mean McConnell? There's lots of good news out there. I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to be pessimistic. And the people that are saying it's all DeSantis now. I see a lot of conservatives. DeSantis. Now, don't get me wrong. Love me, Ron DeSantis. Waiting for a DeSantis presidency. But anyone who thinks that the second DeSantis starts to do MAGA stuff or America First stuff, that they're not going to attack him, of course they will. You're supposed to believe that the media, this is again, does anyone follow how these big city newspapers make endorsements? The New York Times would happily endorse Jeb Bush in a Republican primary. And then the second the general election starts, they would savage Jeb Bush. Their love affair with the Bushes and the Cheneys is nothing more than transactional. They don't really appreciate these people. They could sit there and say, Liz Cheney's got all the courage in the world. Okay, great. 
But do you really think if Liz Cheney runs for president and after the New York Times endorses her and the Washington Post endorses her and the L.A. Times endorses her and all these big city newspapers endorse her in the primary, that if she were to eke out a victory and become the Republican nominee, that they'd be telling you about her strength of character and her courage? Of course not. And it wouldn't that if Liz Cheney were to become the Republican nominee, which I think she has no chance of achieving, all you'd be hearing about is Halliburton, the war in Iraq, Scooter Libby, and Valerie Plame. What a crooked SOB Dick Cheney is. That's all you'd be hearing. They're not going to say, wow, the Republicans really lined up to vote for a woman who has just demonstrated absolute moral and political and patriotic courage. We really ought to give her, you know, a fair shot here. The second Liz Cheney becomes the nominee, which she's not, I'm just speaking in terms of a what if, they would shift immediately into nothing but stories about how corrupt the family is, their legacy of corruption. You'd be hearing about Dick Cheney's deferments all over again. Right? We never once, we've never heard about Joe Biden's deferments in Vietnam. Joe Biden, Dick Cheney, Donald Trump all got the same number of deferments. We didn't hear one word about it when it was Joe Biden. Same thing for Bill Clinton. The love affair with military service depends on the party for the media. We saw this in the 90s. When George H.W. Bush, a World War II hero, was running against a draft dodger named Bill Clinton, we didn't talk about military service. When it was George Bush versus John uh, 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 Al Gore, we heard about it in doses. But when it was Kerry versus Bush, all of a sudden, military service was the most important thing. When John McCain ran against Barack Obama, we didn't hear one word about military service. Nobody cared about it in the media. And of course, there was no real factor there when it came to Mitt Romney and Barack Obama, other than that Romney had some kind of deferment or was doing missionary work for the Mormons in Mexico or something to that effect. And you won't see it again. If Ron DeSantis runs, and if Republican voters decide, okay, Donald Trump, his time, he was timed perfectly for 2016. But that time has now passed. Ron DeSantis is the guy. Well, Ron DeSantis has an Ivy League law pedigree. Ron DeSantis also has a military pedigree as a naval intelligence officer attached to SEAL teams. And I remember years ago, when he was running for Congress and Freedom Works was backing him, happily, I might add, Glenn Beck and myself went down to Florida to host an event with him. And I remember him sitting there. He was sitting two or three seats down for, I think I was sitting next to his wife. And somebody said something about him being a Navy SEAL and he put his hands on the table. He said, let me, let me just clear this up right now. I never went to Bud's. I do not have a trident. I am not a Navy SEAL. He's like, I was a Naval Intelligence officer attached to SEAL teams. Never once tried to confuse anyone with that. Now he's the governor of Florida. 
which gives him congressional experience, executive experience. If it was one or the other, they'd say, well, you know, he's he's got this uh, this military background, but you know, he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't emanate from our chosen universe. The same thing with Tom Cotton. Tom Cotton also has an Ivy League pedigree. The Ivy League pedigree only means something if you're a Democrat. You have to understand whatever your whatever the media says is someone's strength. As soon as it is applicable to a Republican, it becomes a weakness. Look at the case of John Fetterman. John Fetterman is a looks looks in their minds in their minds. He is the the image of the pencil tucky MAGA redneck. As a matter of fact, if he was a Republican, they'd probably be telling you he looks like a neo-Nazi. With the skin with the shaved head, skinhead, the goatee, the black hooded sweater, uh, sweatshirt, they'd be telling you he looks like a neo-Nazi. He might not be one, but he looks like one. Then you have the Muslim immigrant doctor. And all of a sudden, the Muslim immigrant doctor became part of the fascist right. On any other day, if you said, all right, what do we have here? We've got one guy who comes straight out of Oprah, straight out of the Oprah Winfrey you know, portfolio of TV personalities, Dr. Phil, et cetera, et cetera. A Muslim immigrant who made a name for himself first in medicine, then in holistic TV. The other guy was the mayor of a small town who pulled a shotgun on a black guy for jogging by his house. And he looks like John Fetterman. And oh, by the way, he's got a stroke. I saw a t-shirt this weekend that said, Biden Fetterman 24, it's a no-brainer. They would reverse. Their coverage would be totally, totally reversed. That's why you're getting so much bad news. You're getting all this bad news because this is being manipulated. There's a lot of great news. Weintick 695, Patriot 9572874. You've even got Democrats now. Senator Mark Warner has come out and said Donald Trump was right about the threat from TikTok. Oh, really? Well, that's that's convenient. Why didn't you say that in 2020? Because you couldn't. Just like you couldn't agree that in 2018, Donald Trump was 100% right about Germany, Russia, and oil pipelines. Now we're seeing the effect. Donald Trump was 100% right. When it comes to the border, Donald Trump was 100% right. Isn't it amazing now that everything Trump was right about is now being forgotten by many? Or as they say, the Trump years are over, MAGA is done, it's done for good. They're saying, well, he made a point here and he made a point there and, you know, I mean, I guess he was right about this or right about that. Wine six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. Also, I don't remember anybody screaming "loser" in the face of Barack Obama and Nancy Pelosi when Democrats lost sixty three count them sixty three seats in the midterm. 
Republicans picked up seats in the midterm, and they're still calling Republicans losers. Fascinating how the coverage works. It's fascinating. And we've now gone from early voting to endless late counting. What's the old saying? How do you know? How do you make a rain dance work? You dance till it rains. Does it, nobody seems to think it's odd in the media that races where Republicans were the overwhelming favorite, as long as you keep counting and you just keep counting and you just keep delaying and you just keep counting and you just keep delaying, that Democrats are winning some of these races. That's kind of amazing. The very same media that said, we can't trust the 2018 gubernatorial election because Brian Kemp was the Secretary of State. We know, we know Stacey Abrams won that race. And they celebrated her. They thought she was bold and brave and what have you for not conceding that election. Now you have the exact same scenario in Arizona. And they're like, okay, Carrie, Carrie Lake lost. It's just a matter of time. Nobody seems concerned that the Secretary of State is one of the gubernatorial candidates. And oh, gosh, you know, we're sorry that there was a problem with all of these tabulation machines in Maricopa County. No, no, no. We got everything under control. It's just fine. And anyone who says anything else is a denier. Look at these deniers. Everyone's a denier. We're a MAGA deniers. Has the media ever honestly reminded you of all the times Democrats denied the outcome of an election? No. No, they haven't. And you know what? Standing around screaming that the Democrats control the Senate is silly. When it's all said and done, even Vox, even Joe Biden came out and said Republicans are going to control the House. You know, they can beleaguer this as long as they like. They won't be able to pass anything. Now, granted, Biden will be able to get his appointments through, but they aren't going to be able to pass any significant pieces of legislation when this is all said and done, even if you get the Republican Pez dispenser. And you know what? If the Tea Party had a figure like Donald Trump, they would have trumped that person. And again, MAGA had that person, and you can see what happened. Because the preferred Republican is one that promises a conservative agenda, then whiffs at it. And anyone going forward who isn't a globalist rhino is going to be trumped, quote unquote, by these people. This is not hard to understand. And the millions of people that voted for Democrats unless the Democrats think they can just continue to buy votes with this subsidy and that grant program and this forgiveness and that, some people are going to get a really hard lesson over the next two years. Because Biden has come out and said, he's come out and said it. He's got no reason to do anything differently. So that means everything that's happening right now, save for some fight from Republicans in the House, which they'll be scared off by the threat of a government shutdown, the next two years are likely, keyword likely, to just be a continuance of the past two years. We'll see how happy you are when that happens. Wine 695 patriot 957-2874. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. 
You can join me live on the Will Count Majority Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west on Sirius XM Patriot Channel 125. 